The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football show on FanDuel. And it might be getting cold, but the sports calendar is heating up. That's why it's the best time of the year. There's so much different place to bet on. Whether you want to bet on the World Cup, you want to bet on uh, the NBA, the NFL, college football, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. Uh, they have great exclusive offers, boosts. You get paid fast when you win. And they have all the different ways you can play. money line, over-unders, totals, props, futures. And with live betting, you can jump in even if you get to your phone late. And who doesn't love a good same game parlay? Plus, FanDuel now live in Maryland. And never forget, that's what Maryland does. Crab cakes, football, and FanDuel. So use promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps. It is Monday, November 21st. It is Thanksgiving. My producer, Ryan Brumley, has informed me that it is Thanksgiving as well. So we will do our best to give thanks and give takes about all the latest news in college football. Now, if we seem a little distracted today, at the same time as this show, uh, there is another sort of football going on as uh, we are recording here at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern. So quite literally, Aaron, as we start the show, Wales, USA, World Cup, USMNT back after eight years. I got it on the sidebar. Very excited. Not going to talk about it a ton. Maybe react to something that happens, but, you know, just super pumped up. Vibes are immaculate. It's cold. It's winter. It's Christmas. It's Thanksgiving. I'm so happy. And you look like a sexy Santa Claus which there's been a major effort in pop culture, I feel like, to unfatten Santa and make him more attractive. You see it when the USA commercials where they think, um, oh, it's John Hamm, right? 
Uh, there's the Kurt Russell Santa movies on Netflix. Aaron, you look like a hot Santa in that red sweater right there, dude. I, I'm a hot mess too right now. There's a, a piece of my hair that is just way too aggressive at the moment. Um, <laughs> so I let me fix that. Do you still have I the tongs with you or did you put those away? No, I yeah, put the dude, tongs away, have... but my hair needs a little tonging right now to come down a little bit. There we go. Uh, For the, those the that don't understand that reference, right now. Uh, we had to watch Aaron deep throat his salad tongs during our amp live show. I've never seen anything like it. Just, just licking him. Like it was vanilla ice cream. Unreal. It's well, been one look, of those days where it's like meeting after meeting after interview shows. I'm like, I got to get my food in, you know, and, and um, during our pre-show, it's not on TV. It's, it's just all audio. It's like, okay, I'm going to enjoy a salad while T-Bob goes on his rants. And instead I'm getting judged <laughs> heavily unfortunately for the way i eat my salad so uh don't appreciate that t-bob um very sensitive i was just I shocked eat. i was just sh i mean brum's <laughs> with me it was hard not to react it's like if somebody like trips and like falls in front of you, I, you whatever i, I just I, I couldn't help myself it was legitimately uh, unseemly i mean i thought i was on the screen honestly like i my face was like here so i'm surprised uh, i don't know how the you issue was me. aaron like as someone who's been on television for as long as you had you should know there's literally always a camera <laughs> on like like, like I mean, yeah. for those who are just listening to the podcast and miss t bob pretending to be what i was about an hour ago he does a great impression because that is what i listen My i am wife, the person especially yeah, during the holiday season i i lick the bowl i lick the plate i finish everything mm -hmm. with crumb i leave nothing Good. to waste so there was some some, and the thing about tongs with salad because I love dressing, is when you okay. mix the dressing with the tongs, the part of the salad that is on the tong usually has the most dressing on it. So like that to me is some really good real estate that I'm not going to leave behind. I'll make sure I eat that, uh, get my protein, get my veggies, and uh, put it in my belly. As a fat kid, as a fat kid, I can appreciate different eating techniques so absolutely i now now i haven't had too many with salad like that um not that i'm opposed to salad i like salad but sure i can i can understand uh where you're coming from there uh, i'm also a you know obviously i kind of lick the plate clean person myself the only thing i do that annoys the hell out of my wife is when i um eat like a popsicle right or like a fudge bar or something like that i really like to enjoy it i hate just biting it and so i slurp on that thing i'm like like licking all over so she 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 uh, she makes me leave the room like she she cannot handle it but um hey but are but you being I, funny are you trying to do a bit or are you no just no i am not doing a bit i like to enjoy it okay so i don't want to bite it i want to enjoy every kind of stroke because it's just like, a little bit of the chocolate comes off, and so then you're getting a great taste, but then you have a lot more left to continue to lick. So, so T-Bob, what else do you enjoy? Uh, I enjoy college football, and yeah. I enjoy Turtle Box. Okay, I love Dude. Turtle Box audio, dude. Uh, I hate to say it, boys. The battery finally died. After, after <laughs> of like using it daily and, and not ever charging it once. Uh, the battery finally died when I was putting up Christmas decorations yesterday. But what your real takeaway from that should be is that this thing is incredible, man. It is the Bluetooth speaker. Uh, it's waterproof, completely waterproof. It's, it, it, it is uh, very sturdy, like well-made in terms of bringing it around. So anybody who you know who likes to be outside, hunt, fish, golf, 
uh, whatever. Again, like I said, I'm putting up lights. I have a blast in. The neighbors are coming over. We're drinking beers. It's just a great time. Um, it's really easy to sync up. In fact, if you buy two of them, you get stereo sound. It's turtleboxaudio.com. Turtleboxaudio.com. Promo code SNAPS. Get you $20 off and free shipping. I'm telling y'all, dude, and the battery life literally lasts hours and hours and hours and hours. It is fantastic. Uh, my bad. It sounds like chat. Maybe I got a little too aggressive with my licking noises there. Um, now you know how my wife feels, though, dude. You know what I'm saying? In more ways than one. Hey, yo. All right. Hey. Coming up on one way to make a baby. One way to make a baby. Yeah, by the way, we're still on baby watch. Aaron still has not had a baby. I know, I know. Maybe tonight. Well, I've had, I've had, I have had one baby. This is just waiting yes. for two, baby. Um, we're gonna try an old wives' tale trick tonight if Miles doesn't come. Um, what exactly if, is if the trick, Aaron? Uh, <laughs> Are you gonna go fishing my yourself? Mom, my mom literally keeps telling us. Like, I'm on the speaker with my on the phone with my mom yesterday. She says, "Miles, you know how's Sharon feeling?" I'm like, "You know, any minute now." She goes, "Aaron, you know what you need to do." You know what you need to do? And I'm like, Mom, no Sharon's on the phone. No. She can hear everything you're saying. And I was like, Jesus. Did your like, mom down. tell you to bang the baby out of your wife? Your mom basically <laughs> is telling you to bang the baby out? Uh, she wants a grand, she wants her third grandchild. She wants the woman wants her third grandchild. Uh I I, oh I can appreciate God. the sense of urgency to to the thought of having three grandbabies. Uh, on Thanksgiving on Thursday, so I, I I'm not faulting the woman. I, I agree with her. You know, it's going to be Which another is six your... weeks. So might as well get it in one last time before I'm uh, on the bench for a while. Which is your Jewish half of the family? My mom. So that that explains. There a you lot. go. I knew it. I knew it. I could smell from a mile away. It sounded like some old, excellent <laughs> Jewish wisdom right there. Yeah, he's got to bang the baby out. Uh, well, uh, congrats, Aaron. We'll continue to watch throughout the rest of the week. Um, I guess we should talk some college football. <laughs> and Aaron, if I look at a takeaway from this weekend, okay, the bottom line, BK told LSU this after one of the big wins in October. He said, look, October's for pretenders. November is for contenders. This is the time of year where people start to get weeded out. And here's the deal. A great team will not dominate every game. But a great team and a team deserving of the playoffs will find a way to win every single week, right? TCU finds a way against Baylor. Michigan finds a way against a really solid Illinois team. On a cold day in the UK, UGA did enough to get out of there with a dub. USC outlast, outscore UCLA. Clemson beats down Miami. So it's like there's multiple ways to get there, but a great team finds away and the thing about it is even when you feel at your most comfortable what we realized this weekend is you are never that far away from absolute mm -hmm. disaster i mean look at this tennessee team minus 500 odds to make the playoffs a sexy overwhelming offense that features the deep ball which we know chicks dig the deep ball we all do uh they've played in all the most watched games of the college football season they had a legit Heisman candidate at quarterback. And now, Aaron, in 60 minutes of football, all of that disappeared. And it disappeared to Spencer Rattler throwing six touchdowns. Uh -huh. A man who had thrown eight on the entire year through six in one game. So my oh, takeaways man. are this. Here are my takeaways in saying all this. First off, okay, do not take winning for granted. 
When your team wins, be happy. You can critique, but if you win, bottom line, be happy. Um, Secondly, appreciate the journey, okay, because the end can come way quicker than you realize. Tennessee is now in shambles. And thirdly, this is why the results matter okay Mm -hmm. this is why i don't care if you think x is better than tcu or this is better than that because sure you play the south carolina tennessee game 10 times this happens once this might be the one in 100 game right like the other 95 times uh tennessee wins south carolina seeks a few out but it doesn't matter because the point is we just don't know until you play the game and so if you find all your way to win him I don't care if you think Georgia's going to demolish TCU. TCU deserves to be in there because they got the job done on game day, which is all that matters. No, and that, that was my message to Georgia fans because I was getting blown up on, on Saturday, and I put a little tweet out there yesterday about this, but just to go into a little bit more detail about it, right now for these teams that have a shot to make it to the playoffs, style points don't matter. I think that's something, too, that November has kind of taught me a little bit. If you've gone to November and you're in contention, throw the style points for the majority of the time, throw the style points out the window because all that matters is can you just win football games at this point in the season? How healthy are you? How deep are you? And can you find ways to win? Because this is, as we've always talked about, this is when really the cream rises to the top. And and once again, that was my message to the Georgia fans this past weekend was like, it doesn't matter that it was a close game. All that matters is Kirby knew what needed to be done to get to the W. Right now, you're not going to hold Georgia out of the playoffs. Right now, Georgia's not going to lose the number one spot in the country because they want a tighter than than expected football game on the road versus Kentucky. No, they're the defending champs. They've had some of the best wins in the country. They will continue to be one. This weekend, if Ohio State beats Michigan by one point, Ohio State's going to be two. If Michigan beats Ohio State by one point, they're going to be two. If TCU wins by one point, they're probably going to be three or four still. Like, win and you're in. And the same thing can be said for yep. USC and the Trojans. Just beat Notre Dame, most likely beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. You can win those games by a combined two points. But guess what? Because of everything going on right now, if you win, you are in. So throw yep. out the style points, throw out the mentality of trying to, you know, run up the score and and figure, you know, feel like you have to be Superman. You don't need that in November right now. So it was a wild weekend. It really was. I mean, we thought this was going to be a, a dry weekend, a boring weekend, and, and it was far from that. It was an exciting weekend from the first games at noon with TCU and Michigan to the 3.30 spot, obviously that nighttime uh, spot. And I do appreciate uh, you not rubbing it in too hard on me live. But big news, though, we did get some big news on our early show. T-Bob has welcomed me back into the yes. petite Trojan boy family. I have been welcomed yep. back with open arms, which has been great. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I strayed. I cheated. I walked away. I prayed for forgiveness. And uh, T-Bob accepted me in. I appreciate that. It happens. And like I said on AMP, in in the age of the transfer portal, uh, far be it from me to deny a talented player a roster spot, right? Uh, Because you've made me a lot of money with your bets this year. Um, Mm. I think I went 0-3 this weekend. Absolutely awful. the 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 under plays that you do are fantastic. You are the one who first said to turn on the film for USC. So absolutely, you are welcome back with open arms. Uh, forget about UCLA. Uh, Andy J says, T-Bob and Aaron, can you give me and Rocky Top some hope for the future? And let's be clear, I am sorry to all of our Tennessee Ooh. brethren. It was a um, 
It's just a brutal weekend, and I'm really sorry. I mean, early snip here, the football gods, okay? Why do you have to do Hendon Hooker like that? Like, there was no yeah. need for that. It's the most brutal part of football. I hate it. I loathe it. He's worked his entire life to get to this moment. Now when he's on the edge of the NFL and everything he's ever worked for, that's going to happen? Non-contact ACL? Like, are you kidding me? Hey, it, hey, it sucks. Your boy, your boy had that, too. I mean, that was my senior, I, night. Hey, senior night. Me too. Oh, yeah. senior night? Senior night for me. Uh, senior night, I, I throw four touchdowns. So it was, I think it was beginning of the second quarter. I'd already thrown four touchdowns. You know, I got in the headset with Bobo and Bobo said, Hey, by the way, you know, we ain't benching you to throw eight touchdowns in this football game. So let's go have some fun. Oh. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So it was a zone read and I pulled the defensive end crashed. We were into a, a nub side. So zero by three formation. So there's no corner, no one. So I break down the, the sideline and it's me and the safety. And I'm, you're having those, I'm just having one of those games. Like nothing can go wrong. I'm about to juke the brakes off the safety. I'm going to embarrass him. <laughs> I'm going to score a touchdown. And my dumbass, unathletic self, uh, decided to cut back instead of running out of bounds. Boop, there goes my ACL. Uh, <sighs> I stayed in a couple more series, trying to gut it out like a jackass uh, before I just like, I couldn't do any more. But like, that oh, was one of the first, you know, for, for me, there wasn't the thought of of making the playoffs like like Tennessee had. So I'm sure that was running through his mind. But for me, like I had two games left. Like this was going to be yeah. two more games, then get ready for the NFL. And I'm in the I'm in the locker room, you know, bawling my eyes out, like screaming, like why now, why now? Like I've played four years Ugh. as a starting quarterback at Georgia. I've I've literally given everything. Now I'm ready to take that next step in my life to you know get ready for the NFL. And of all times in the season end of the season second last game i tear my acl so i mean those that that's all running through your mind like man am i gonna be i'm, I'm not gonna be able to do the senior bowl i'm not gonna be able to do uh the the combine uh wasn't really able to do a full pro day so yeah that's it sucks timing sucks it's unfortunate for him but i still think man what he's put on tape this year you know he's gonna be a first round if not second second round quarterback taken in um in next year's draft yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, we got a lot of Saints fans around here that would love to see if he could potentially yeah. follow the Saints with no first-round pick. So uh, that's crazy, man. Now, I don't have the timing thing, but I, too, had a non-contact ACL. It was at the beginning of my career, though. It's covering a punt. I thought I was about to light this dude up, dude. I thought I was about to, like, force a fumble and Williams Bryce be a hero. He put one move on me, and my knee exploded. He just did one little cut. I tried to match him, and it just felt like a bomb went off in my knee. Very unathletic. Very, very bad. Uh, so, look. Okay, back to Andy J's question. Give Rocky Top hope for the future. Um, here's my deal. You have to try to separate what your expectations became from what the actual mm -hmm. results are because you had suddenly become a playoff team. So when you fall short of that, that hurts desperately badly. But if you look to where you were at the beginning of the year, where it had been an awful 14 years, you had never beaten Alabama. Um, you were, had won about 33% of your SEC games over that 14 year period. Uh, Kentucky was better than you. Florida was better than you. Everybody's to to rise in the way that you have is still a huge building block for the future and that's the thing as much as it was about this year for tennessee you have to hope that it's about more than this year that this is not the exception that this is the rule and that hypel can now recruit off of this bring in talent and it does feel like neilan has been reawakened so like i think yep. the future still looks bright 
but but certainly dealing with the pain of these elevated and then missed expectations really hurts. No, and 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 I will say one thing: like you do feel like the momentum is there right now when it comes to to NIL. First of all, they they are one of the top teams and in universities right now when it comes to building a war chest to go out there and, and get top recruits, whether it's high school or the transfer portal. So I think they'll be fine. They've shown in a very exciting brand of football on the offensive side of football. Like if you're a, a quarterback, a receiver, a running back, an offensive lineman, like why would you not want to go play for Tennessee? Because they do all of that really well. Like this isn't like the air raid at Mississippi State where if you feel like you're a running back, you don't have the opportunity to go showcase your talent. Like no, this is a good mix of throwing the football, getting the receivers involved, getting the running back in, involved. And obviously for a quarterback, you get to do a little bit of everything as well. Quick throws, quick screens, throw the ball vertically, vertically down the field. Uh, and obviously, if you have the ability to run like Hendon does, showcase that as well within the offense. So a lot of guys on that side of the football are going to want to go be coached by Hype on the staff. And, and, and listen, the defense has not been great this year. I don't think they've been as bad as a lot of people have said. I think this was obviously, you know, it's hard for me to say that after they just got whooped by South Carolina. <laughs> but I still think that's more of an outlier than anything. But it is yeah. an exciting brand of football on that side. They're very aggressive. They love to bring pressure. They love to get after the quarterback. People will gravitate towards that. The atmosphere in the stadium, everything they have. Like, yes, this is a program right now that is on the rise. But I don't want Tennessee fans to think that all of a sudden that we have maybe arrived and that we're going to be contenders for the playoffs every single year. Let's not forget, like, things were setting up perfectly for you this season. Win two games against South Carolina and Vanderbilt, and there's like a 50-60% chance that you were going to be in the playoffs without having to go to Atlanta. So next year, I don't know if that situation comes up again. The good thing, though, is in two years, hopefully, fingers crossed, 12-team playoff, you can still not have to win the East, not have to beat Georgia, and still find a way into the top 12. I think that, to me, that's where they're trending right now. I Well, and, and, and to be fair, yes, like – Tennessee's goal should not be perennial playoff just yet. Like put together two winning seasons in a row, and I mean but winning that's what in the SEC. Thinking, though, Bob, that's the problem, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I and I get why I get why their head is there. But all I'm saying is like I want to be a voice of reason for those that will listen. Andy J yes. with the ten dollars super chat says, "God bless all of you." I do like how Andy J said, "Make me feel better," and you did. But then you ended it with, "But you really screwed this one up." And like, I don't know if you're ever going to get the opportunity again. <laughs> yeah, just Let's wait for real, the though, did you, playoff. <laughs> do we? Do we? Did we anticipate them make it or not make it? And obviously, making it is a is an incredible goal. Like, if they would have made the, the the fourteen playoff, you know, that would have boosted this program. I think even a further notch from from the momentum they've they've created this season, and and given them an opportunity to really be in the national spotlight for that one more game, if not two, if they would have won the first round. But I don't think anyone was expecting to win the Natty this year. So you exceeded expectations. You 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 reinvigorated the yep. the, the fan base. Um, you've generated a ton of buzz, and I think you have separated yourself a little bit from from the rest of the teams in the SEC East, excluding Georgia. Like I think there is now a gap between Tennessee yes. and Kentucky. Fair. I think there's a yeah, gap. Yeah. I still think besides what happened this week, I still think Tennessee is still a little bit ahead of where South Carolina is when it comes to being able to be more competitive going forward. Watch out for Vandy, though. Uh, but you guys want to want a white breaking news? Yeah, what we what got? 
According to 247, Deion Sanders is in talks with Colorado and South Florida about the head coaching job. Why the has not would he go to either one of talk those to Auburn yet? Why um, would he go to especially South Florida? I mean, come on, Deion. You're going to tell me no, you're going to leave. But Deion's mm. – yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Well, I'm just saying, like, the reason Dion, one of the main driving points for him becoming a head coach was to go – shed a spotlight on the HBCUs, like go there, bring a lot of attention. He's done a great job. Uh, the, the, the facility upgrades that he's been able to, to, to give there, bringing game day, 60 minutes, all of that. I mean, he has just been kick ass with, with shining that spotlight. So if you're going to leave that and you're going to leave your mission, why the hell would you go to USF? And I'm a Tampa boy. Why would you go non power five and I, I really don't get Colorado either. Like, if you ain't gonna get the, if you're not gonna get the Auburn go- job, maybe the Ole Miss job opens. Maybe you have an opportunity at that one. Like, just I would, if I'm him, I would rather buy my time for another year or two. Than I mean, just even Georgia driving. Tech, Georgia Tech hasn't hired yeah. anyone yet, have they? Did I miss that? Like, even Georgia Tech would seem so. to make I'm more sense. That to- hasn't yeah. yeah, Georgia Tech would seem to make more sense to Colorado and South Florida. But I don't know. At the same time, I would have never had Dion going to coach at Jackson State, right? So maybe he likes the road less traveled. Maybe some of these majors administrators are telling him they need to see him do it on a slightly higher level. Um, I don't know. I would be too wary. I would be wary, though, about running too hard with this, right? There is a reason for the leak. Maybe it is to incentivize Auburn or to incentivize Georgia Tech. Like, I'll be interested mm-hmm. to see where it goes. When you're talking about Auburn, Aaron, um, I'm not going to lie, man. I feel like the lane stuff took a step forward this weekend when you saw that Ole Miss performance against Arkansas. Uh, it just, hmm, it all, it, 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 it felt very limiting. Um, what you saw out of Ole Miss to have the year that they have had and to be ranked where they have been ranked at times this year. And to be coming off of a nice Alabama performance where a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, well, I saw it coming because, like, they put everything on the field against Alabama. I kind of thought their Alabama performance was just kind of who they were now. Like, I was giving the benefit of the doubt. No, they're just a good team, and Alabama's not as good this year, and that was just a battle. But obviously, I was wrong. Ole Miss still limited in some ways. Do you think Saturday's game pushes Lane uh, to the Plains uh, some more? I don't know if this is true or not. I saw a tweet of this. I don't know if someone's just making fun, but someone said that there was a Yellowwood commercial during the game, which I kind of found hilarious. Um, <laughs> I mean, that guy <laughs> loves college football to the extent where him doing an ad buy specifically for the game, like if he can actually do that, I don't know about how that works. Brum will probably know better. But the, uh, that is not beyond the realm of comprehension <laughs> at all, uh, for sure. No. No, I I still think it's number one. And and obviously this Dion news kind of makes it seem like, you know, maybe that's not there. I, I have heard, you know, there's two guys right now that if it's not Dion, it's 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 Lane or Hugh Freeze. And and from what I've heard is, you know, Hugh has been given the blessing from the, the, the commissioner there in the SEC Greg Sankey that, hey, we we will look past okay. all your past transgressions. If you want to hire Hugh Freeze, you can bring him back into this conference. So I do think Hugh Freeze is legitimately on the table and there isn't anything blocking it other than maybe Auburn just saying, hey, we would rather go to you know our first or second option before we get to Hugh Freeze. I'm with you. Like I fully, fully expect like in my gut right now that come Friday, come 
after the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss uh, versus Mississippi State, which will be on, on Thanksgiving Thursday night. After that game, we will hear some sort of announcement on Friday saying Lane Kiffin, new head coach there at Auburn. Um, and then that way, Saturday, during the Auburn-Alabama game, all the, the, the announcers, I don't know what channel the game is going to be on, all they're going to be talking about is Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, and it's going to be on the minds of every You know what channel the Iron, Bones the Iron Bowl's on? Former CBS employee? CBS? CBS? Yeah, oh, but it's not a great game this year, so I didn't know if they are going to Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought they, they were, were taking good. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Color me shocked. <laughs> More on Georgia, Georgia Tech a bit later in the show. Sham of a rivalry. Um, what? Don't give me that look. Well, look, you'll have your chance to defend it. I, I, I don't want to go there yet. I don't want to go there. You'll have your chance to defend your awful sham rivalry. It is. It is. Um, it is. It is the best game. It is the best game of the weekend, which is sad for the SEC. Like, you know, it's it's. Yeah, it's a crappy slate of games. Like conference, like within the conference. Yes, games. it's a bit yeah. ironic that obviously the LSU A uh, and M game was just bleh. Well. Vanderbilt is going to end with more wins than A&M will have if LSU avoids like a Tennessee sort of meltdown. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Clark Lee again. We'll Vandy's going to end up with more wins regardless because they're going to beat Tennessee this weekend. So it doesn't really matter what happens. Oh, in that hey, Brum, what does that do for your Thanksgiving? Uh, do you want to expound upon that as you dump some delicious Thanksgiving mm. stuffing onto the table, Aaron Murray. Why do you think Vanderbilt is going to beat Tennessee on Saturday? They have something to play for. Tennessee, right now, you, you don't. There's just this week that I'm gonna lay, I'm gonna lay out this scenario, which is all happening at the moment. Uh, you just lost to South Carolina. You got embarrassed. You you lost out an opportunity to make the playoffs because that's all we've been talking about. Like, hey, Tennessee is a clear path. And you know the yeah. dudes in the locker room are saying the same thing. Like they're not they're not shying away from them. they're not idiots. They see what's going on on Sports Center. They're watching snaps. They see us talking about, hey, Tennessee has an easy path to get to the Final Four, and you 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 lost that opportunity. Then on top of that, as we just talked about, you lost your starting quarterback, a guy that was a Heisman finalist, regardless of how the season ended. Hendon Hooker was probably going to be there in New York. So those are two things that are down the drain. Now you get your backup quarterback in, who I like, but still it's going to be his first game starting in, in, in two years uh, since the beginning of last season. So you, you kind of expect the offense to maybe not be as uh, dominant as they've been. You got Thanksgiving this week, which is another distraction. Uh, and then you're playing on the road versus Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt, I, they've won the last two games. They beat Kentucky. They beat Florida. But still, the, the mindset for Tennessee players are it's still Vandy. Like they're not – 100% focus on, oh, we need to really ramp up this week of practice to get ready for the Commodores. Like, no, 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 we'll get it right. We'll beat Vandy. It's all good. So I think all of that mentality-wise, to me, is, is really leaning towards Vanderbilt making this an extremely competitive game, a close game. And then Vanderbilt, too, they want to go bowling. Uh, this is a team that yeah. is, is no yes. joke right now. Like, and, and, and for Tennessee, with how bad they've been playing defensively and for how great – uh, Vanderbilt's quarterback is playing, uh, especially running the football. I would not be surprised if this could be a four-quarter battle and, and, and Vanderbilt finds a way to possibly win the game there late. It's that special time. The World Cup is finally back, and I want you to get more kicks out of every world soccer match with the Vandal Sportsbook app. That's right. Football fans, now is the perfect time 
to give FanDuel a shot because new customers get $125 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. How about that? And when you bet on Team USA and group play, all customers get free bets back if they don't win. That's right. Bet on Team USA, free bets back if they don't win. And never forget, FanDuel, now live in Maryland, so you can finally get on the action with great offers, boosts, and more. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Never forget, Maryland's about three things, okay? Crab cakes, football, and now FanDuel. Plus, you can build your own same-game parlays. Uh, look at all the great offers going to be given to you throughout the entire tournament. It's just going to be a great way to spend your World Cup. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So don't miss out on your chance to get $125 in free bets, win or lose, when you join FanDuel with promo code SNAPS. Uh, that's right, because I'm T-Bob and we do the college football show here on the volume called SNAPS. It's great. So let's make every moment more with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah Yeah Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I mean, there you go, dude. Andy J wants his $10 super chat back. He has decided. Uh, hey, uh, Brum, could you get for Snips and Snaps later? I hate to do this live, but I forgot to do it for a show. If you can get the picture of the Texas A&M stands after halftime, um, that would be fantastic. And not as big of a deal, but if you can get the picture of me hanging lights, uh, that would also be Fantastic. Um, Rob D says, I'm ready for the SC championship game. I will be in rare form calling the dogs all night in the bins. <laughs> weirdos, freaking weirdos sitting here. I mean, like, hey, why don't you just call somebody Tiger Bait? Like a man. That's what if I didn't if I didn't know you, if I just looked at you visually, that is the bark that I would ascribe you. Hey, what, what is what is Auburn? What does Auburn give? Because we've seen some crazy contracts. Like I don't know if you saw it or not, like but yeah. we did because we were texting about it. You know, Bob Stoops gets a contract extension from Kentucky. It was done before the Vanderbilt game, but since the Vanderbilt game, you lost to Vandy and you lost to Georgia, and he's going to get what eight nine million dollars a year, going to get paid more than Coach Cal to what I believe is going to be a team that's going to be a seven win team going forward, maybe eight win team. Like what? What a great life! You coach a football team yeah. that wins seven, eight games, yes. and you're making eight, nine million dollars. I mean, just until what twenty thirty. So that being said, nope. with that amount of money, what is if Lane is going to be the guy? And we already know, you know, Ole Miss has supposedly offered him a new contract there. Where is Lane going to end up on Friday if he's announced as the new head coach of Auburn? Ten million, eleven million, hundred, ten years, ten. Yeah, I mean, got to be right, bro. Because isn't it? Isn't it? rumored i don't know how confirmed it is but there are rumors that old miss has offered him a top 10 contract in the country right correct and if mel tucker's making nine if i'm lane's agent i'm getting more than mel tucker um you have yeah the stoops thing bumps you up also if i'm coach cal i'm immediately on the phone with kentucky leadership oh, yeah. now i don't know what the economics just got are. Their ass kicked last night though <laughs> yeah i know i know but still like like kentucky's yeah, at least relevant championship wise in basketball every year but like i i guess it's weird because um maybe that means that the economics or football it's such as those eight or nine wins mean more than what the basketball team is on i can't really fathom that but i that okay early snip these ad's why are you extending stoops in the middle of the year like is he insecure about his job like is he feeling that bad like, you don't need to give a vote of confidence. You don't need to extend him. Just sit tight. Just chill. You're trying to be the smartest person in the world. Like, oh, he's doing so bad that it's time to pay him like he's done good. Like, it just makes – you know what that You know what that leads to? That That's what's got Shane Lyons in trouble at West Virginia. Neil Brown goes 6-4 and four in the pandemic, gets fired a year and a half later, or should get fired a year and a half later, and has a bigger buyout than Coach O had a year and a half after a national championship perfect season. It is insane to me and so dumb that they extended and raised Bob Stoops in a year that can only be quantified as a disappointment. You guys it's, have now it's, both it's, called Mark Stoops Bob Stoops. Damn it! Mark Stoops! Sorry, that's on me. Mark Stoops. More like Mark Poops. You know why? Whatever. Eight point six million dollars 
to coach Kentucky football. I mean, T-Bot, what are we doing, man? Why are we on this yeah, show? Yeah, you get Why a million dollars per win. <laughs> you get a million dollars per win, average, To be an average football coach. Right, listen, I think I do think he's a good coach. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to hate on the man. Like, he is a – what he's done at Kentucky has been great. I, I still think, like, if you are an outside looking in, this program has peaked. You, He has peaked. They are not getting back – to the Kentucky football team that has been the past three or four years, like they are coming down right now. Yeah. Georgia better Tennessee better South Carolina, Florida, Missouri, I think are in, in better positions. I mean, not Missouri, but the other two are in better positions to have more success in the next two plus years. So you're paying a coach $8.6 million to be a seven win football team is a waste of money. And I agree. Like, what's the point right now? Like why extend no him? What is the rush? I, I Make need to, it. I wish like it's at times like this when I, whatever, I, I would love to hear what like local Kentucky, like what is your boy, Matt Jones, uh, after you eviscerated him, what is your boy, Matt Jones saying about the extension? Have you asked him yet? No, we're not like on talking pieces after I ripped him on. This, oh on wait, it went badly like, like that. Like it went bad. It like did, did y'all Benjamin Watson? Did y'all Benjamin Watson and Peter Burns it? Uh, First off, you missed that. Peter this Burns. That I, I text PB. Yeah, that was, I was like PB, bro. That you kind of crossed the line on that one. That was way too. What? No, dude, y'all are so soft, dude. I mean, I mean, you gotta, you gotta know There's how your so guys are about react. your wife. If someone yeah, said that about Martin, your wife, wait, you, No, come on, Aaron. You know you are barking up the wrong tree. I would watch you bang my wife. Like, I mean, you're very good looking. So you're you are coming at the wrong guy if you think you're uh, gonna offend me with that. Uh, so try again. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm just saying, I think that I think PB went a little bit overboard there on that one. I think that wow. was a little bit too aggressive. Yes. Wow. Okay, dude. I guess, way, dude. Uh, so wait, Aaron, can we can we circle back here? <laughs> So like, you really think it's like that much of a character here? offense to be like your wife texted me, because that's what Peter Burns said. Yeah, it's all no, said. no. The way in with the way in. Oh, he said, goal! Like, goal! USA, let's go! Woo! Yeah! Oh, oh okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Fuck no! It's for USA, baby. Let's go. Uh, no, I, the yes, way in dude. which he said it. You knew what he meant. It wasn't like how casual, like your wife texted me. It was like you, your wife texted yes, me. Yes, but that's why it's funny. It's jokes among the boys. Now, again, you got to know how somebody's uh, going to respond. Clearly, Benjamin Watson doesn't play that shit. And, and you got to no. like, and, and that is not a man I would mess with. He is one no. of the most, like, he's one of the, like, most kind of self-assured because I used to see him in the Saints locker room all the time. And he's one of the most like self-assured, confident leader type of men that I've ever met, but he ain't somebody to play with and he's freaking no. huge and jacked. And so, yeah, lesson learned. The point is, are you and Matt Jones, uh, are, are y'all in a similar tiff now? Is he legitimately? No, I don't think I, don't I mean, he was back okay. cause we brought up, the clip. we, we literally brought up the clip, which I hate when people do this. He, when he was on our show two months ago, he gets on and says, so, you know, we know Georgia and Ohio State and Michigan are the top three teams in the country. But, you know, what about Kentucky? You know, what about Kentucky being that number one spot? I'm not saying Kentucky is not going to lose four or five games, but why isn't Kentucky considered four? I'm like, you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth here. Like, make a decision. <laughs> are they either the number four team in your mind or are they a four or five lost team? Like, I could say that about every team in the country. I could say, oh, this team could win. You said it last week. 
this team could be a playoff team or they can't be. I don't know. Like, no, <laughs> bullshit. Make a decision, Matt. And uh, I kind of yeah, called him out on that. And he was not happy that, like, I brought him on my show to essentially diss him. I'm like, well, you came on my show and dissed me two months ago. So, you know, bring it. <laughs> Let's go. It's dude. important to always remember the rules of take engagement. I think that's the good way of turning. Uh, you know, ending this conversation. Yes. It's like, no matter what uh, dynamic you are, just you have to know the rules. Oh, I was going to say that we should end this conversation by starting some beef, get a little juice, a little heat. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's a college football podcast that we could start some beef with out there? Uh, I, I mean, I'm the obvious down, answer dude. is McElroy, but he's too nice. No, dude, I'll definitely beat the hell out of McElroy. I'll let Aaron beat the hell out of McElroy. You know, our, our – uh, um... What's his name? Yeah, was going after Clack this weekend. Yeah, let's go after Clack because yeah. he was coming after LSU for playing UAB. Hey, say yeah. to my face, Not- JK, Joel Clack. What does the JK stand for? Joker? Because that's what it is when I see you. Get the hell out of here, Joel well, Clack. Well, the thing is like, but let's let's not let's not bitch about Michigan playing four essentially preseason games and being able to have yeah. a legitimate quarterback competition for the first month of the season. Like, let's 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 not fault them for that. But you know, it just—he is just so anti-SEC. Is a complete joke. Every time he bitches and moans on Fox, I'm like Joel, <laughs> just stop crying. Like, what I more mean, do you LSU want? With the best offense, the best player. With, yeah, we think LSU played FSU as Michigan is playing. You know, teams Hawaii. that they can rotate quarterbacks. <laughs> like Hawaii, like, ugh. and his reasoning. Well, it's fine what you do in the first month of the season. I want to see great competition towards the end. My thing is, what does it matter? Because you can still lose games either or. To and, and and that loss to Florida State still can keep LSU out of the playoffs. So I, I'm sure LSU would have said, oh, I would have much rather played a Hawaii week one and guaranteed a win as we have a brand new coach and coaching staff and new quarterback and new this and yeah. new that as we work out the kinks. No, we're going to man up first week of the season and say we want to play ball right now. So... I will agree. Uh, like, dude, I would I, much prefer nine conference games for everyone. I do I do agree with you. Yes, Let's 100%. create some uniformity there. I think every major conference, every Power Five, should play nine conference games. But you can't just ignore the fact that some teams play cupcake games in the first half of the season and others choose to put one of them in November. Like, no, let, let's not go there, Clat. Uh, Brum, did we successfully start beef? Can you I make think sure we did. this gets to him? I love it. Yeah, let's go, dude. Um, all right, we got okay, so we got a hard out nine minutes here. Quickly, Aaron, uh, can USC after the big win this Saturday, you're back on the petite Trojan boys, can USC hang with the best teams in the nation? No, um, mm. no, they can't. Like, uh, I'm torn because I love their offense. Okay, Man, here, here, love... here, okay, here's my take. Here's my take, and you're good, the one that go. told me that you know this. Okay, yes. football yep. is a quarterback game, okay. Aaron Murray told you on Saturday that Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in the country. And in my opinion, okay, best player in the country. So in my opinion, if you have the best quarterback, and and I'm saying quarterback here because of how they affect football itself. If you have the best quarterback, you will always at least have a puncher's chance. It's like a Vince Young or a Cam Newton. Now, it's not a great chance. Like, Their dog crap defense will hold them back and will probably lose them the major game they need to win. But you will at least have a chance. Like, it's not like Michigan, who I feel really badly about because they're so limited at such an important position. Like, you will at least have a chance because of how good Caleb Williams is. 
No, I agree. I, 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 I will. I'll take it back. Look, they they do have a chance. Anytime you have a quarterback like that, and it's not just him, man. The the the, the receivers, the talent. I mean, Jordan Addison is an absolute beast. I mean, look at look at last year, Georgia versus Alabama. You know, the first game, the yeah. SEC championship game, Alabama dominated. Why? Because they had the Heisman winning quarterback, and, and in my opinion, they had the best receiver in the country. Fast forward to national championship, the thing that caused Alabama to really not be, you know, make the game as close or possibly win it is because they didn't have that receiver because he went down with an injury there in the first half. Um, so yes, if you have Caleb and you have Jordan Addison, who's one of the best receivers in the country, the guy that won the award for being the best receiver in the country last season, you have an opportunity to win every game in your counter. The, the difference between USC and, and Alabama last year is the defense. So like Alabama wasn't a great defense last year, but it was still a good defense. USC is yeah. on the whole other end of the spectrum. Like they are a bad defense. This is a defense that you can literally line up and just run the football, milk the clock, and just wear them down. Like if they played Michigan, Michigan would wear them down. If they played Georgia, Georgia would wear them down. Uh, the thing would be is Caleb would just have to have a Heisman moment each and every single game. So you're literally telling Caleb, you got to go out there and you can't throw interceptions. You got to score three or four touchdowns and you got to be Superman. And, and from what I've seen this year, he, he can do that. There is no doubt in my mind that Caleb Williams can be Superman against Notre Dame, against Oregon, against Michigan, against Georgia, against Ohio State, or anyone else left on their schedule if they do make the playoffs. So, yes, I will give them a fighter's chance. They can make those games interesting. He's just that damn good. I agree. And now the to, to your original point about feeling like, no, I think the problem is that it does make them one-dimensional, right? You've seen TCU yeah. win in about every single way possible. You've seen Georgia win in multiple different ways. Ohio State, like the great teams kind of find a way, whereas if Caleb Williams is off, you're dead in the water. Um, yeah. Snips. And snaps, Aaron. Uh, you want to start? What you got? Now let you go first. What do you got, T Bob? What do you got? What do you got? Okay, uh, I'm snapping Clark Lee and Vandy. Hell yeah! Twenty six losses in a row. Now two SEC wins in a row. Probably going to end up with more SEC wins at Texas A&M. And I'm snipping the referees in the LSU uh, or excuse me in the Vandy Florida game. I know that no one cares, but they literally gave Florida an extra play to throw into the end zone. And it infuriates me to no end that there are no protections in place to stop one of the most obvious errors I've ever seen. We don't need to like linger on it, but it pissed me off. What you got? All right, my first snip goes to the Miami Hurricanes offense. 98 total yards. Who you are they, the Jets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he needs that quarterback needs a snip too. It was like, oh, I'm not, I'm, you know, essentially. No, him answering no. Pathetic. Yeah, shit on, shit on his defense. Um, not, didn't even get 100 yards uh, is, is quite embarrassing. And now all of a sudden Miami – will be fighting for uh, their postseason dreams against Pittsburgh this weekend. Doubt that is going to happen. Um, so ugh, Miami, 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 down the tubes. Um, snap goes to rivalry weekend. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. Yeah. Hopefully it is. We, we weren't expecting a big weekend this past weekend. We got a big weekend. So like I'm hoping that this weekend where we're expecting some fireworks, that we actually get him. And I do think we will. I think the game on Thursday night between Mississippi State and Ole Miss is going to be awesome to watch. NC State, North Carolina is going to be great. Uh, the battle for Florida, Florida, Florida State Friday night. 
I think it's going to be a great game. I think Florida State wins it, uh, and, and that's a big snap to them too. There's another snap. Florida State getting to nine wins this season uh, with, with Coach Norvell there. you got a quarterback. He's coming back next year. That's going to be a really yeah. good Florida State team next season in the ACC. Obviously, Michigan, Ohio State, South Carolina versus Clemson now all of a sudden has some juice. That's going to be a great yeah. football game. Auburn, Alabama, I think it's going to be interesting with how those guys are fighting for Cadillac right now. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State, um, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, which I talked about, and then Notre Dame, USC, uh, to finish it up there on prime time on Saturday night. So it's going to be a terrific, terrific weekend of football. We'll be breaking it down here all week on snaps. I agree. Uh, okay, real quick here. Uh, I'm snipping the UGA Georgia Tech rivalry. Okay, on rivalry weekend, <laughs> it's the most garbage of the bunch. It used to be tight. It used to be competitive. Now it's just sad. And and look, I understand how this happens. Rivalries ebbs and flows, and it's in a it's in a, uh, mm. an ebb right now. But it doesn't protect you from getting snipped. And also, I don't know, Aaron. I grew up in Georgia. I knew one Georgia Tech fan my entire life. That is not an exaggeration. I met one Georgia Tech fan. Shout out to Jim Licata, one of my favorite people. The only Georgia Tech fan I knew my entire life. I'm snipping it. Uh, the It's just a broken mat game, and I see no world in which Georgia Tech gets good enough to be competitive again ever again. All right, my, my last snip uh, goes to a game, another rivalry game, but one that occurred this past weekend. You gave the stat before the game last week on the show. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam was just awful to watch. Oklahoma came out 28 <laughs> nothing in the first quarter and then didn't score You're the right, rest of the way. Real. Spencer Sanders threw four interceptions. Uh, the punter for Oklahoma, big shout out, snap Michael Turk and his, his new fiance, Grace. Uh, Michael, you knew okay. he was going to propose after the game. 11 punts, 49-yard average, long as 67, three inside the 20. You knew my man was was feeling those extra juices, knowing that he was about to make a big decision after the game, proposing to his now fiance. So snap to him, snip to this rivalry, which is, as we talked about, very one-sided. And damn, was it god-awful to watch this past week in between those two not-so-good football teams in the Big 12. Yeah, that is actually worse than George Vertex. So I, I stand corrected. Uh, I'm glad that Bedlam is dying. Um, all right, we have more, but we got all week to get these uh, snips and stuff. Thank you. Okay, Brum, thank you. I didn't know if you had to go. This is the Texas A&M Stadium after half against UMass when the offense struggled to even put up 20. Dude, it just rained, though, T-Bob. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not blaming the fans. No, I'm not blaming the fans, but at the same time, if they were better, there would be a better crowd there. And Aaron, we know how cultish these guys are. Do you know how bad you have to be to get that stadium there? Like, watch what that stadium's going to look like against LSU on Saturday. It's going to be freaking electric. It's going to be amazing. Nope. That's hilarious, especially when they announce an attendance of 90,000. <laughs> oh, and there it is, their final snap of the day. Me putting up Christmas lights, zoom in on the face, look very confident. I'm about 20 feet up. But when you go from the face to the ass, Aaron, you can see I'm very clearly freaking out a little bit, right? Confident smile, it's kind of undercut by my conspicuously clenched ass cheeks. I did not want to fall off that ladder and break a femur. Yeah, the issue is those tiny ass hands of yours. If you start to no. slip, it's just no. it's hard to grip on. No. So you'd be... Uh, You'd be donezo, T-Bob. Same size hands. Same size hands. You, you know what? We're, I, you know, I, I, I think I might do it this year. I might do it this year. 
the thing where you put the thing in the ground and it shoots lights onto your house so you don't have to go yeah yeah yeah. No, 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 no. Time, 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 time. That's in addition to light bulbs in the house. You just you can't no, no, just no, no, do no, the no, lights no, no, around. Pathetic. Just that. I'll put light bulbs Pathetic. around like bushes and and the railing up to the house, but like <laughs> not. I'm not getting on a ladder on top of my house. That ain't happening. What? Um, okay, we got to go. I could argue about this all day. We'll pick this up later in the week. Um, Ryan Brumley, huge thank you to you, our excellent producer, as well as Paul Farrington, Pat Gunter. We love you. Our, my boy Danny Cardenas getting us right. Huge thank you to Aaron Murray. You already know if you're in the chat that we love you. We love hanging out with you all every single day. Thank you all for helping to grow the show. Uh, please, if uh, you listen to it on pods, rate, review, and share it. Like uh, and subscribe to this channel. That also helps, right? And, um, yeah, thank you to FanDuel, promo code SNAPS when you sign up. Thank you to Colin Cowherd and the Volume Sports Network. And we will be back tomorrow with more SNAPS. We love y'all. Go USA! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.